Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. Hey, Al, what's new? Oh, boy, this is going to be an interesting conversation, I think. It I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. Uh, There's, I'm a little fired up right now. I'm going to try to be relaxed, but I'm going to be a little bit fired up about this because I think it's important. I think it's important for our industry to hear this conversation. I agree. I was a little fired up yesterday and I was almost going to record a conversation with myself on the topic and I was able to set the topic aside, wait for you to get back into town and you literally walked in the door to the office like four and a half minutes ago and here we are podcasting because I shared some thoughts with you. Well, let's, before we jump into it, let's talk a little bit about, because this is a social media conversation that we're going to have. And this is something that you and I have been deeply involved with for a long, 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 long time. Yes, it is. We were very early adopters. And... Should we... Start here. I guess. Like, I guess maybe we let's should give a little bit of context okay. because I know where you're going with this, okay. and I like it. Yet I want to explain what got us. What so has got fired us? Up. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. So yesterday, I was in the office, and I happened to pick up one of our trade publications, one of our magazines, and because we've been involved in the industry for so long. And we got to know the folks over at Aqua Magazine pretty well. I usually flip through it, look at the articles, and I tend to read the editor's note at the beginning. So I read the editor's note for the February 2020 issue. And the headline is? And the headline is, The Pool Chasers Come to Town. Which is like a pretty exciting thing because we've met the pool chasers. We love those guys. We love them. Mm -hmm. We love what they're doing for the industry. We've attended any of their live tapings Tapings. that we're able to. We listen. I really like what they're doing. So we've talked about doing some things together. We've talked about a whole lot of synergy and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I was eager to read the editor's note. And then I did. I don't know that I need to read it or summarize. No, I think everything, the first three quarters of it is all about what the pool chasers are doing and the professionalism, which Which we would absolutely agree with a thousand percent. Yeah. It's what he says after that in the editor's note that I think is harmful to the entire industry. I In a whole new level that I don't think he he was even thinking about. When he wrote that, that statement. But I do want you to read that statement. I will read that statement. And I would have to agree. Okay. And, and maybe, I'm, I'm trying to think logically about it, but maybe he was just doing that 
extra effort to to boost them to say what great guys they are or something. I, I don't know. He could be. Well, but let's let's just read let's it read and then it, we'll go and from then there. We'll mm-hmm. talk. So the pool chasers come to town. Here's an article, and it's about hanging out with the pool chasers and what they're doing. Here's the last bit of this. So they're fun guys to kick back with, but they're dead serious about the quality of their podcasts. They do their homework. They sweat the post-production work. They're committed. You can hear it in the product. We like all of that. To that statement, absolutely agree a thousand percent. Then here we go. There are a number of people in the industry who've dabbled in podcasts podcasts that sound like tape recordings of people talking. I suppose that's what I thought podcasting was too before I saw firsthand how much work is required to make it really sound good. Maybe you've heard a few of these rather dry, tiresome podcasts and been put off. Try these guys. There's a big difference. I have been advocating for people, businesses, individuals, when it comes to social media for well over a decade. And my advice is always don't worry about what it looks like or sounds like when you get started sharing your message, audio, video. It's more important that you start creating the content and putting it out there. I do talk about how if you have a choice between good audio and video, audio audio is always quite important. However, I caution people not to make a mistake of not recording things and not putting it out there, even if the audio or the video is not perfect, because sometimes... There is so much value in the message being delivered that people will overlook video that has challenges or audio that has challenges if they can get to the information that they want and need. I'm going to take it a step farther and say they will always overlook. They will always overlook those faults if the message is on point and it's relevant to them. We make a big mistake when we try to be professional. We're, this is just going to be a professional thing. No, this is a knowledge thing. This is, an, this is a, a period in time where content is king. Not perfectly, and, and this, is, this is in no way a dig at the pool chasers because I absolutely love the level they're taking it to. And I think it's a really important, it's a refining of something. And that's really important. However... This article is basically saying, if you're going to try to get started sharing your message, don't even bother if you're not going to do it, quote unquote, professionally. That bugs the shit out of me because I know that the content is way more important. If you, if you even slightly pay attention to what's happening around us, look at television today and production today. Ask the youth of today, the, all of the people that are now our, our employees and our, our people in our companies that are, are up and coming and growing, not one of them, or maybe just a few of them, will tell you that the Hollywood star is who they look up to. 
They look up to the YouTube star. They look up to the Instagram star. They look up to the uh, Snapchat star or the Twitch star or the well, look, TikTok star or the. And you know what? Look up to maybe a. Luckily, I think society as a whole isn't looking up to necessarily the way they were, but they maybe pay attention to. Well, and and those are their. Uh, those are their celebrities. Right. Uh, that's what I mean by look up to is that's their celebrity base. And most of those people are producing content, their own content, rich, interesting things that are building massive bases of people. And to slight anyone who's stuck their neck started, out. stuck their neck out because that's scary. Yeah. It's scary for people. I mean, look at, look at, you know, we went into all of this and, Again, let, we'll talk a little bit about our history, but we went into this simply to share content and as much content as possible. And whoever he, that was aimed at, whether it was me or not, I take offense to it. Not because not not because it it harms me. It hurts the industry. It hurts. There are a thousand guys and girls out there right now. Because how many do we talk to all the time mm-hmm. that are scared to death to put themselves in front of a camera yeah. or in front of a microphone because they're going to make a mistake, they're going to look stupid, they're going to look foolish, they're whatever, and now you're going to heap on them, oh, by the way, don't bother unless it sounds perfect. Right. Well, when I read this, too, I uh, we know this individual personally, so I can't imagine that he aimed it at us. Oh, However... No. As I read the lines, I mean, knowing our history, luckily, like, I know our purpose and I know why we do this and that we talk about it. I don't know that everybody else that gets started does as much internal personal development work as we do. Anyway, so as I'm reading this, it's it's sad to me that this is what was written, but... Um, There are a number of people in the industry who've dabbled in podcasts that sound like tape recordings of people talking. Well, here we are on a podcast being recorded on an app on a phone. Called Conversations. With Ask the Pool Guy. And so I know we have listeners. We have loyal listeners. We've had listeners since we started podcasting in 2015 officially on this conversation. So we've been podcasting for a really long time. And we have listeners to the point where... You know, we have been podcasting. It was available on iTunes, and we're available every social media site that you could possibly look on. And a lot of our content is also available on YouTube, yet we had an issue with our podcast feed, and it went down for a while. And people at the last pool show came up to us saying they miss our podcast. Where is our content? Because they didn't necessarily know to go looking for it in other places. So, like, it's not just me that's thinking this. And, I mean, that sentence, if you really look at it, that really, like, describes us to a T. Yet, how many other people that are those guys and girls in the industry that have sat down because they thought that they had a message to share? How many of them could have read that and also thought it was... Them. Them. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know... Podcasting here in this sphere is relatively new for us, what, five years. But we've been involved 
for many more years before that, when before Twitter was cool, we were hot in Twitter. Before we, you know, I you did spreecast. I did spreecast, and and I think of Twitter. Remember, here's how long we've been involved, and and Twitter, while I, I when remember when Twitter first came, quote unquote, on the scene, and I was. All about, Twitter. All about Twitter. And do you remember the statistics that I grew a platform really quickly of followers and I was yeah. one of the top influencers. 20 influ- influencers on Twitter or something like yeah. all of Twitter? Yeah. And so we've been there a long, long time. And of course, then that wasn't really where I Twitter, I, I while I loved it for that period of time, built a great following of people and there were all kinds of people that interacted with us. That wasn't what I really loved. Mm-hmm. At the time I did, but... You were also on Twitter before Gary V was before cool. Any, I, I, I'm, you I'm telling were you, watching... Before anyone had millions and millions yeah. or billions of followers, I remember all of the celebrities having a few thousand followers, and I had 20,000 followers at that time. And, you know, so anyway, we go back so far that I can't even fathom Scott's thinking. I really can't. And and not because he doesn't know it, but because I know it. We were there at the beginning, and our original intent, this was never a business for us. Maybe that's the difference. This was never a business for us. This was purely a way of us sharing content that mattered to our industry because we love the industry so much, and we're so fired up. We've always been fired up on making it the best that it can be and help as many people as possible in the industry, in the manufacturing sector, in the private sector, why we answer thousands of questions a year. And don't you remember when we said, let's just put, and this was you, but I mean, we talked about let's just create content for the content's sake because that's what matters. Right. Not the production, we not the polish. We get lost in details. And a lot of people sometimes do, but that's not... That's not why to do it if you have good information to share. Yeah, and that's, of course, that was our attitude. And it's been refined, and I get it, and the world is evolving and changing. But when we got started, there wasn't content out there. Right. Uh, there, You could find very little on YouTube. I mean, that's why today we have, what, 3,000 videos on YouTube? I mean, it's some outrageous number because it was about getting the answers to people getting content out there, get things that matter so that pool professionals as well as homeowners could go and seek those answers. And by sliding all of the people that have tried to do it less professionally, that hurts me at the core. That hurts me at my soul. Not as attack on me because you know what? We're going to continue doing this because we have a massively cool following of people that that care about our message, that care about hearing what we have to say. They and, ask for it. And we're, yeah. we're helping. Right. We're in the field. That's probably the biggest difference, too. And that's what kind of a, another angle that would grind me a little bit is that we're in the field doing things, talking about things in the field, as a lot of those guys doing their podcast, sitting in their car, talking about issues that they've just dealt with. Mm -hmm. And now that content, which is so rich in quality information, while it may not sound the best or it may not be cut and polished the best, it's so full of content. It's so full of rich information that uh, 
you're just throwing a stumbling block in front of those hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people that have been thinking, I should really be doing a podcast. I should really be doing something. To reach out to my clients, my customers, my fellow industry people. And this is, I mean, not just pool specific. It's like across the board. So as you're talking, I'm like, shame on you, Scott, (laughs) for writing this. And I'm sure... I mean, we know him. His intentions His intent likely not were bad. not this. Not likely. However, it it's something that like resounds so personally with you and with me that I know, like when you walked into the office today and I shared this with you, like we just started getting fired up, just talking about it together. That like it's a big deal. I mean, it's not a non-issue. I don't know how many people read the editor's column. Maybe it is a non-issue, but it's um, even if one. It's something that was said though mm-hmm. that is so contrary to the core i think of who you are online and who i am online that it deserved to be talked about and who we've stood for from the beginning the the intention of being authentic and producing content that matters and things that can help solve problems and fix solutions and and give guys in the field adequate information to solve things and do things and then to slight it that way Again, just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, I do understand that we don't play well in corporate world. We don't play corporate speak. We don't cater to those that are going to pay us to promote and that are going to do product segments. And and nor have we ever, ever asked for people to follow us or please, you know, uh, subscribe to our stuff. That wasn't our intent because it wasn't a business. Ours was simply to share information to make the industry a better place. Therefore, we're not begging for followers. Not Those are all purely organic. Yeah. People following us because they wanted the information. And now I look at that and think, wow, some of the, some of the pillars, because I would, I would put an editor of a magazine, a, one of just a small handful of trade magazines, I would put an editor of that mag- editor of that magazine kind of a pillar of the industry. Right. Someone that should know better. Influencing. An influencer. The industry. And whether he clearly doesn't understand, maybe this was new to him, and, and the pool chasers really surprised him with their professionalism, which is awesome. They are great. They, they are great. Yeah. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we've had that conversation with them. Yeah. And they are great. It's just that him not recognizing all of the here, – here's another thought of it too is he doesn't recognize all of the people that built the pathway and the stepping stones for them to, to fall into place. Right. They're the ones and that admitted it to us. They talked to us about that is that, yeah. that we kind of went before them. And we're just one piece of, of probably you know tens or twenties or however many other people that have dabbled in the space. Right. But for him to not recognize that someone has to trailblaze and then someone has to refine. Right. Shame on him to even put it in that way. Instead of just going, I found these guys. They're great. They're They're professional. Their sound is great. Hey, you you should just check them out. Right. Instead of slamming every other guy that's tried it. And we know several of them that have done their best and then they get frustrated or they whatever right and and quit but so, wow to those of you out there who are in the podcasting world and your sound sometimes is awesome and sometimes you sound like you're on a tape recorder 
keep doing it. Yeah. And the video, sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's really, really not awesome, but the message is outstanding and you're doing it, keep doing it. So a couple of just success stories that a person... So, okay, let's put this back into perspective a little bit. When we go to pool shows, we record interviews often with people and in a convention hall without a whole mic system like the sound is incredibly horrible however there are still some people who don't know how easy it is to put things on youtube and when we've helped put people on youtube like they talk about it for years to come and they're famous because of their youtube spot that we did with them whether or not the sound quality was awesome. So like they're feeling great about it, we're feeling great about it, that's fantastic. Another thing is some of the video and some of the, um, and this will be specific to video, some of the video we shoot is just clips randomly when we're on a job, maybe there's audio, maybe there's not. A video of a you doing a backflip off of a waterfall that had, we posted it online, it got 77 views, and then we sell a pool project in the realm of six figures based on somebody seeing that video, wanting to recreate that in their backyard. So like that's a success story. And then the list of things goes on and on, but one of the things we found out in the process of building the pirate pool where we did invest in all of the camera equipment and sound system and technology to be able to put together a more polished product when we, you and I, sat down with Anthony, the homeowner, very like far into the project, he said one of the reasons he was so excited to work with us is because he found so much about us online and then he listened to our podcasts. And our podcasts came kind of from a different place in us and they had a different intent. It was always more of our conversations about life and philosophy and you know, talking to our clients, but also talking to our fellow people in the industry. And he said in our podcasts, that's where he really got to know us. He said, you know, the online stuff and the video, that was all great. But he really found out who we were as a result of listening to our podcast. So there you go. And that's why we're so passionate about this because yes. of those types of things that have happened. Well, we sit in a pretty unique position too. I think, where we have extreme amounts of social proof that doing this has gotten us all kinds of interesting things. Much like that, him saying, I got to know you on a deeper level, short of everything you did visually, by listening to who you were. And while our format clearly has never been other anything other than let's have a conversation about mm -hmm. any one topic uh on rare occasion we've had other people that happen to be here get in on the conversation yeah. but this was all about the inner workings of how we've developed a brand how we've developed our certain way uh, we were at a show just the other day i don't know if you heard the guy next to us go i don't know if i've ever heard of a pool pool company or a pool guy writing a book <laughs> because we had the different books that we've yeah. written sitting out for people to see or to be able to give to them. Mm -hmm. And so while we've done all of this work internally inside the company, company culture, we've always wanted to share that. We've always shared that through 
12 or 13 years, probably 14 years of our social media work. Think about pre any of this, where were we in the social media world? I had wanted to mention that. Yes, Twitter early on, but we ended up talking social media around the country. Yeah. We traveled doing that Teaching type of stuff. conference seminars, not because we like really tried to market that, but because people loved what we had to say well, about it. And we're talking, this was 10 years ago, before the whole social media world hardly mattered. We understood that it mattered, and that's why we did what we did toward it. And so we just sort of, sort of extended that on. And I think... I know for me, and I imagine for you as well, you've already said it, is that that's why we're so passionate about it and why we both personally took offense to that statement that he made. And while his intentions probably weren't directed at anyone, or, but, but he was kind of a broad statement across the industry, which I think is horribly harmful. Being a pillar of an the, industry, you've got some responsibility. I also think that it helps me understand the short-sightedness of people mm-hmm. and the lack of understanding about where the world is going right. in the social world that, that we live in. That's what that shows to me, is that there's just not enough of an understanding about how important this is for all of us. So, I'm thinking that there's there's another angle to come at this from oh i, I want to so say something here's another want. place to go with that so with aqua magazine too we in 20 like 13 and 14 were those the years like we had articles coming out in the magazine every, month, every so. month and so we we had this relationship with the media because it is a magazine where they wanted what we had until we wanted to talk passionately about something and they thought it was too political. So I was going to say Aqua Magazine pulled a Trump on us. They thought we were cool until we talked about something that really mattered, that we really felt passionate about which happens to be an article about women in the industry and celebrating what a female component of a team can bring to the world. And Aqua Magazine wouldn't publish an amazing article because it was deemed too political. And that was like the end of our relationship. Writing with them and having a certain amount of value there because it that clearly identified that our values were different and while i can continue to find benefit from people who don't always share all of the same opinions and things like that i think this you know goes a little deeper for me into values and wanting to surround myself in my life with people with positive messages with values that I can relate to and learn from and things like that. I think you're right on. And that was that was the eye-opener then, knowing that that was such a crucial conversation worth having, looking at, especially now more than ever, even back then but now, how difficult it is to find labor 
most people are looking for boy labor, man labor, because this conversation didn't come out that should have come out five, six, seven, eight years ago about what women's roles could be in a pool company. And we look at the massive amazingness that our girls in the industry are absolutely kicking ass. We have the coolest, coolest group of women doing amazing things and our work is beyond anything we could have ever done before. And we wanted to have this conversation before there was a crisis how, of labor. How could it even be too political? I'm going to... Because it's a male-centric, I, a bunch of people who are too afraid to talk about what really mattered. Is so what it came the down article to. is amazing. We did post it on our website and I did read it for a podcast another podcast that I had been working on. I am going to share that as bonus material on this podcast so you, the listeners, can decide for yourselves. Was it too political or was it perhaps short-sighted and not being as responsible a steward for the industry as someone in a position, position like that could mm-hmm. have been? Well, yeah. I... I'll, we'll let you Boy, decide. <laughs> isn't that amazing? There, there's so many things that we could pile up. Yeah. For a minute, I'm going to just pretend that Scott was pointing that at us. Okay? Okay. So just for the sake of... of because you can relate to it. Yep. Yeah, yep. And we are and people having a conversation. Sometimes are, it can sound like a tape recorder. Sure. It is what it is. My, if that were directed directly at me and someone were speaking that to me, all that I need to do to never worry about that, this because this is a conversation worth having, mm-hmm. let's say it out loud for other people, but our little podcast that didn't sound great or our YouTube stuff or all of that original content we've produced has attracted four different production companies approaching us about doing a TV show. Uh, It's uh, landed us landed us unbelievable amounts of great projects. Millions Millions and millions of dollars worth of of projects. Mm -hmm. A a loyal fan base and group of people who watch our stuff to the tune of 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 and the off season, 60, 70, 80,000 minutes of YouTube views and then how much more during the during the peak season like multiplies by whatever and millions of dollars of work that we send have, have to shared. other companies including um galena the, the just massive said amount of referral she's stuff. getting a ton of renovation requests from like florida and all over because we have talked about all of these different things that we use here in michigan that other people want there so like yeah our our sad little podcast that sometimes sounds like a tape-recorded conversation between people because that's what it is, darn it, is valuable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, the social proof is all we need. So, I mean, we don't need, we have all the social proof. We didn't even need to have this conversation out no. loud, but for anyone else that thinks that their voice would matter, they need to get in at any level and produce content. Because you know our very first videos awesome. were terrible. 
Yeah. They were terrible. They're but so you know, bad, they're awesome. But you know what they did? Is they produced views, and they produced phone calls, and they produced work for us. And confidence. From, from number one. And confidence at, at one. to keep doing it because that one time that somebody said, hey, you did that video, and you were wearing overalls, and you were walking around a pool, and I really liked it. Like, that is all the confidence that you need, reinforcement, to keep going. Yeah. If yeah. one person even can appreciate mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. put together. So I guess that's, the, that's the, the thing to take away is that produce the content anyway. Don't let people who clearly don't understand what can be done by sharing your content, don't let them be that that keeps you from doing it because there's a massive number of people and our industry needs voices from a lot of people. There is room for a lot of different approaches to the industry. There is room for the pool chasers. There is room for pool talk or whatever it became named the newer um, podcaster that we met in Atlantic City. Ask the Masters. There's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because there is so much to be talked about. And at every value. level. At every level of the industry. And size projects and quality, quote unquote, quality of things. And there's room in, there's so many spaces that we need good people talking about the industry to make the industry better. I mean, are, the the dollars that are spent in the pool industry are easily spent somewhere else. How do we attract people to spend them here? It's by, in today's day and age, it's not by advertising. It's not by creating big ads anymore. It's about talking about things that matter and helping make it easy for people to find answers. And the more answers they find and the more people talking about it, the better our industry will be. So I'm secretly glad that you had the same reaction as I did to this article. Like, I'm sad that we had to have it. But when I read it, had I kept those thoughts to myself, like, I would have just gone around thinking funky thoughts about this topic. And then I shared it with you, and you also had a response, which, like, made me feel, like, okay that I felt sad about it and I was disappointed in it and things like that. And just imagine if we didn't have that conversation and then take it to, you know, if you're not sharing your thoughts, you who are listening to us right now, if you're not sharing your thoughts in some way about things that matter to you, then what happens with those? They just go by the wayside. So like sharing, whether, whether it's completely comfortable for you to share it online yet or not, be having those conversations because it like Al said before, we've really developed our certain way and we've developed it by communicating about these things and by putting ourselves online and realizing what really makes us feel good about the world and moving forward and realizing what we'd like to avoid. And that's, you know, your certain way. Do more of the things that speak to you and make you happy and bring you joy and encourage others and do less of the things that don't and how do you know that unless you continue exploring it in every way possible and i think this is an avenue to explore in a verbal message about who and what you are think of how many times you and i have had this conversation that we've shared with the world that's helped shape 
the next part of the of who we were to become. Yeah. By discovery, Always. by this talking, by this dialogue, and that dialogue matters because if you're going to have it with yourself or with someone else, there's something in there. There's a grain of something in everything you say that can help someone else. And by having that attitude is what's allowed us to grow. Think about how the podcasting that we've done has allowed us to grow. Like putting aside the social world, putting aside the oh, how popular we've become right. or known we've become More or a brand. Else. Put aside all of that. It's Think about us. how we've grown as human beings and how we've grown as pool industry leaders, as pool industry people, as being better at every avenue of what we do and every part of what we do has, in a lot of respects, been a direct result of us having a little conversation about something that mattered. Absolutely. On that note, I think that wraps it up for today and this topic, but never fear. I'm sure we'll be back very soon with even more because as we're talking, like I have ideas bouncing around in my head and... The next one that's going to light us up is uh, going to be recorded very shortly. All right. Take care, people. We'll see you then. Keep being awesome, and thank you. Keep recording your stuff. Thank you for listening to us. We appreciate you.